God damn it, and that's how that's how they get you, you know. That is no, that is the indicator. Either you either you can get down with it or you're offended and you're a bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I wanted to do that because we were off on a good uh, little tangent there. Uh, good evening, good day, how do you do? I am Mad Max. To my left is the Reverend Television. Hey. And we are here today to move the microphone back, first of all, and then discuss Black Rain. Which I have a black cat on my head, so I feel like that's a good thing. <laughs> do black rain with black cat. Now, uh, black rain to me—we can just jump right into it—is absolutely one of my favorite psychopathic albums, fucking ever. If not, uh, like genuinely for Lotus albums, ranking-wise, it's for sure. Opaque Brotherhood is number one, but then past that. It's, it really is a toss-up between Tails and Black Rain. And not for nothing, I think that Black Rain can almost be discussed in its own capacity because it's the only full psychopathic six-pedal Lotus album. And because the, the, the Yellow Tails, we've already been over there. Yeah. This is not my Lotus. Right. But fucking Black Rain. And this is one of these things where with... Uh, with fucking ABK, it's like this genuinely to me is this Hatchet Warrior and Dirty History are the reason why I'm like, yeah, I, re I absolutely recognize ABK as fully a member of the culture and a contributor to the culture because those albums were fucking timeless, like they're all of them. And there is no Black Rain without ABK. So while I may occasionally give him shit, that is still, I believe, a true statement. You know what I think it is? I don't know if it's like some kind of testament to the man's skill or like if it's just like with age you tend to just like not like him, like he just rubs you the wrong way. I think what it is is this. You kind of age out of ABK. <laughs> is that wrong? I don't, I, you know, I don't think so, but I think that if that's true... It could be said that many people age, said that about ICP. Well, but oh no, me, true indeed. So. I think well, not even just Juggalo shit in general, but I think that even poor Juggalos, um, aging out of ABK, I think to me means aging out of the deeper culture, as opposed to just being like I like Juggalo shit, I like what I like, and that's that. Right. As opposed to I'm a Juggalo, I love Juggalo shit, and I will consume everything that is Juggalo related. And, because I mean, to me, not for nothing, I was already falling out of that by the time Boondocks came out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I listened to Boondocks' shit, for sure. It's about, I mean, I knew people that knew him. But I never really, like, his music never resonated with me. Right. Which, in my case, I think is definitely a testament to the fact that we were, in certain ways, contemporaries. He has way more of a following than me. In a lot of ways, he's done... A, I mean, he's done more for Juggalo culture than I ever have. He was genuinely part of it. But... You're genuinely part of it, too. Uh, I was never on the hatchet. I was... Uh, Jay, yeah, Jay gave me my name, but that was... No, I get you. Beginning and end of that. In any case, my point was just that... Because I want... I You know, I don't want to, like... I'm certainly not hating on Boondocks. Dude, fucking is... Yeah, I, 
basically, I, if I recall correctly, can, never what, been you, fucking you, anything but, but polite. What you can do is kind of qualify him as one of those, like, production, almost assembly line-esque artists of the kind of. I mean, it's how I feel about know? AMV, and I'm not hating on them or anybody who likes them, but and that's that was... why that's another, you know, but I feel like the big difference is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Otis kind of really showed his place in that world musically, and that's for later albums, obviously, but like that guy's skill was uh, you know, young fortified. Wicked, right? Young Wicked. Oh, no, yeah, listen, exactly. let me tell you something. That's Otis, right? Is that, is yes, that the, no, yeah. yeah, Bones, uh, Bones Dove is the other Yeah, okay. No, yeah. And so, listen, and not for nothing, that's why he became Young Wicked eventually, because Otis was obviously and it's, house it's corpses, so, so interesting, because I knew this would happen. Um, when he did... Uh, Jelly Roll tour? No, no, no. I was just, th- just about, he was James Garcia for that. Uh, just for that the na- just how we're naturally talking about like Juggalo artists, right? Because when I listened to this album, <coughs> and the next album uh, that came out, the album Hell's Pit, right. really cemented it, and that, that and that's where your story picks up. And a lot true. of a lot of Juggalo artists came out around this time, and I feel that like very true. You want to know why? I, you want to know no bullshit? One of the reasons I think that's true is there had always been an underground hardcore scene in some way that had always been a thing. Loosely, and then the internet, and then... The, the internet behind the paint. Yes, the internet and behind, behind the paint gave you the Behind the paint, exactly. Like, that, like to me, I think I was the it. more important thing, although I Shit, do agree. I did, I did it too, you know? Like, I think that you are correct that that was right around the time where recording equipment started to become, even if it was low quality, it started to become more available to people in their homes. And there was social music network yes. sites. Like, my entrance my point... Before that, even there was this—I uh, don't know if it was before, but where my music first went up was this place. I think it was called Sound Click. Oh, Sound, Sound Fuck! Click. Oh no, bro! You know what I, mean? I got all of my first beats from yeah, Sound Click. I found would, DZK on Sound Click. That was where you truly would, you know, network. Oh, hundred percent, bro. That was. Oh no, listen. Shout out to Sound Click. Anybody that's <laughs> a rapper, you're old. That you're old if you are, if you are on Sound Click. I guarantee bro. you, anybody if they're a rapper that fucks with this shit is listening to this. They're going, oh shit, <laughs> Sound Click, bro. I remember that. But no, listen. So let me so- say something just real quick because I want to. Having brought up the topic of Axe Murder Boys. First of all, they seem to be solid guys. Second of all, they <laughs> well, absolutely... Oh, well, no. Okay. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. But I don't know because I wasn't there for none of that shit. However, however, this is my point. James Garcia, a.k.a. Young Great Wicked, musicians. I don't care is, about... No, but this, know, is, like... well, this is my point. Much like the Joker, very, very talented. There's yeah. no, you cannot say that they're not. It's like to say that they're not talented is like watching Michael Jordan play basketball and be like, oh, he sucks. Yeah, man. Otis what do you mean? Literally and produced, Michael Jordan, maybe I'm giving him a little too much credit there, but Otis literally produced two Joker's cops. Yes, no, that's a fact. You know? Oh yeah, no. And by the way, when you listen to those albums, you can hear he his took, influence. He took up the mantle of like diamonds. You know what I mean? And uh, Rob, well. I, I think that well, if not, that's true not though, in, not in skill, but in uh, I, I mean, wouldn't have even said that. I what think I'm saying that, this is just background vocals and guitars. That's yeah, what. That's what I don't. Like. I didn't notice him. First of all, I don't know how much background vocals he did, but let me tell you something. He had hooks all over that album. That oh, I guarantee yeah. he wrote. Yeah, for sure. Which, by the way, that's another one of those things where I gotta be honest. I am, and I'm really learning this now about myself in discussing Boondocks, and then also discussing Axe Murder Boys in the same token, is that I clearly 
was never able to approach their music from a truly juggalo perspective because I, in in many ways, considered them contemporaries. Mm-hmm. Which, again, they've ex- they've uh, achieved much more than I have, technically speaking. They've sold more records. They've done more shows. They've just done more. Period. Now, whether or not who's the better rapper, that's objective. But to say that fucking Young Wicked and Bones don't have talent is definitely not true. I just personally, for whatever reason, I just it never hit with me. Like right. they had good songs for sure. There's uh, I I can't remember if it was from the most recent one, but there was one where he was like on top of a car with a sword, and it was like uh, burn it down, burn it to the ground. I can't remember what exactly it was. But it was pretty good, and I think that here's the other thing too, is that it's actually really a shame. Probably, I bet Young Wicked maybe looks at it this way for the way that it panned out. Because when you look at the stuff that he's made, what he does, and his, the way he can rap, the way he can sing, the way he can produce, and all this other shit. I bet, same with Joker too. I bet that in a lot of ways you're like, fuck, I wish I wasn't a Joker. Oh, that's Like, why I wish I wasn't, I wish, I, I wish this wasn't where I started. I think that's... Because, like, literally, I Young Wicked went out on tour with fucking Jelly Roll, and... Just didn't seem to hit. People were like, "Oh, cool, good, thanks. Take care. <laughs> Let me know when Jelly Roll's on." I mean, yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong. I wasn't there to see it, so I'm not saying he didn't get any kind of response or whatever. But I just no. I think they did. He, I think he is trying to go that route. Dylan I would hope that if he's fucking smart, he will. Here's the thing, though. Holy like shit. what I what I've seen is like the the font. It's James Garcia, his real name, and it's like in that metal. Font yeah, that, that yeah, everybody yeah, that's right, has. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to circle back to these... One of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Well, those type of artists in general, while they may be talented, kind of fall under this, like, almost, like, uh... Firmament, because I seen you talking online. Fuck you! Day are we of, gonna really? Uh, no, are we gonna talk no, about no, flat Earth right no, now and talk like, about how fucking stupid those no, people no, are? I just felt like saying that to trigger you, fucker. But like, <laughs> juggalo, certain juggalo artists kind of fall under like that glass ceiling. They kiss it. They never really break out of it. <laughs> and then even when you remove the constraints, Mwah. even when you remove the constraints, they still hover around that place. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's like the blessing of curse of going both feet into this culture especially you gotta be it it should only be you should only be here if it's real for you right and i feel like the the jury's out i guess it's not true anymore about abk but it it seemed to older people well i remember a time when twisted was straight up on some like fuck abk shit at one of their seminars because they were on some like Basically, because ABK did something very similar, or maybe not similar. Yeah, I was at the seminar. They left. Probably... They left. Fucking they, ABK left Psychopathic briefly, and they then came like, back. ABK left Psychopathic and then went on Lavelle's mixtape because Lavelle put out a fucking. Um, yeah, I remember that vaguely. It, yeah, because him and Isham put out this right, mixtape right. and they fucking were dissing everybody, and uh, ABK was on one of the tracks, and. Um, he just seemed to be going, you know, fucking, I don't know. So, no, like, and by the way, that's kind of what I'm saying is it's ironic at the very least that Twisted felt that way about ABK, and then in the end, they all end up working together again. They all end up, yeah, that's what's hilarious. No, I know, everybody but the, everybody but the clowns is over there, <laughs> and it, like literally everybody but them, and it, here's the funny part about it. Is that? And then you see the way they they treat their artists. Like 
see that uh, homie Gibby talks about constantly. Oh, no, like, dude, listen. I'm not going to say... How are you, you going to do fucking artists like that when your entire career has been predicated upon how oh, no, you kept bro, the listen. shadows, you fucked us, blah, 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 blah. All I'm going to say is this. I'm not going to... I won't go into the exact details, and I won't say who told me, but... From what I have been told in like a business sense, Magic Ninja is not even really a label. Yeah. It's like, it's it's, it's hard. It's an LLC, to, and then everybody kind of does it on Well, what I've heard is DBA, but I'm not trying to go into, again, that's my whole thing, is that I, you want to know what actually. I've heard a lot of, we've all heard a lot of things. Interesting story, though. I will tell you because I actually need to pee and I need to grab my weed. Is that a, do you have any? I have weed, but not uh, not rolled or anything. Oh no! Well, I was, okay. Well, maybe, maybe we can do that. Yeah, a bong but, or something. No, true indeed. But no, I definitely do have to pee. So All right. It's uh, fucking yeah. Be right back, folks. Well, as it happens, I don't have one. You don't uh, have a grinder? I have a small one in my car, but my regular one, uh, I either misplaced or it just stopped working. And all my med tangers, I gave one to Ashley actually, and then uh, my other one I can never fucking find. This is like breaking my heart right now. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, because yeah, everybody with the... You kids nowadays in their music, they're fucking grinding. I'm not a kid. I'm a fucking old-ass pothead. Yeah, exactly. And you want... Oh, bro, I remember the best grinder that I ever had was basically two circular... Two little circular wooden boxes with, like, fucking nails. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just little nails. Yeah, you don't have to live like that. You get a nice stainless steel grinder with a keep screen... Smoke enough weed, bro. I'd rather spend money on weed. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's the, you want to know why? And here's the most important reason why. Why? Because I'm done breaking up the weed, and nobody died. And nobody died. So it totally means... All the terps, all the trikes, bye-bye. I didn't. First of all, I don't believe that that's true, and I will also say that if that's true, you don't it's think true when you grind it. You don't think that, yeah, except it's been contained into the container, not on your fleshy fucking fingertips. You fuck. God, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. Get fucking Elon Musk a weed over here. Elon Musk a weed. I yeah, guess. Get, get no it's galaxy 20, brain with the trichromes on the fingertips. Fucking twenty. Bro, we broke up. He's no, and breaking the, up weed with his fucking fingers yeah, and to roll what? a Dutch mask. Yeah, up. exactly. What You're fucking year right. is it, kid? Let's hey, regress to 2004 oh, regress. and fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I will hear nothing of it because the fact of the matter is. We did just fine. And the amount of weed that we have for a Dutch master is so not correct. Uh, I, first of all, don't agree with that. And second of all, uh, (laughs) this is the entire point. That we're fucking that's chugging not, it out that, right that's, now, that's bro. That's barely enough for a fucking oh, get the fuck a joint, and he's got a Dutch master. Oh, no, like we're you, about to uh, no, you are just used to always smoking fucking gorilla fingers all the time. So you seem to forget that you can use one of these. Like, first of all, boom. We just took a bunch of the fucking distance right there. And then, well, now I gotta find somewhere to put this because I'm not about to fucking gut a dust on my floor. Oh, uh, let's see. man. We have uh, something somewhere here. We heard the crack of the Dutch. Yeah, the crack of the Dutch on the left hand side. Erratically, Max spins in his chair. Oh, looking and you for wanna a know surface. what? Oh, no, perfect. And this is it's so found fun. right into this a. Is... It's 
actually a giant Marlboro box. No, not a Marlboro box. It is a cigar box. It's a which cigar I think box. Is even better because cigar filling. Cigar in, cigar out. We're about to go into it. Yeah, no, I think it's Romeo. Yeah, Romeo y Julieta. Can't remember where I got that, but Lord knows that I got it for some kind of marijuana-related issue, and now that's what it's uh, being used for. Kind of <laughs> marijuana-related issue. Oh man, that sounds like my entire life to some degree. Yeah, that's definitely my life in a fucking nutshell. But yeah, the uh... so black rain, right? This definitely. I'm, I, I'm just gonna guess where we were talking is about like the real advent of the Juggalo rapper era. Truly, that is signaled, that is just about where we were. I think truly signaled after Hell's Pit, but began around this album. You know, Which, by the is, way, this is when like Hugh Strange, I'm pretty sure, was like opening up shows in New England and. Oh, interesting. So that know. I actually didn't know. I believe that was happening. Yeah, 2004. This was the first psychopathic show that I ever went to. Which was what, Black Rain? The Black Rain show. Oh, bro, we talked about my Black Rain experience, I'm pretty sure, when I went with that dude in, uh, when I was going to school in Colorado. Yeah. She Nesky, cool guy, hope you're doing good. Did not talk about my Black Rain experience. Oh, please, let's go. It's not too glorious. As a matter of fact, I've, keep, I've kept it hidden. But that's right. You said that's so right. Long. Ooh, come on now. Come on. Oh, I'm glad I'm leaving a Dutch for this story. Nah, this is real embarrassing juggalo shit. And since hey, we been, all got it, bro. Come it's going to be 20 years that the album came out. You like that? We're fucking months away from 20 years ago. And 20 years ago, I didn't have a friend to go to the Doc Loader show with and right. I went alone when I had fucking terrible explosive diarrhea for days and I wanted to see this fucking concert so bad my mom dropped me off at a sold out Worcester Palladium Doc Lotus fucking concert with the line wrapped back in the day. Oh, blocks. I remember. Oh, yes. And there was, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, and I sat there with, and I ate so much Imodium AD and I brought it, <laughs> I brought it with me and I, I fucking made it through the line and I'm, I'll never forget, I was 16, going there alone and just how fucking... This was when Juggalos... It was the family era, but it definitely was still when Juggalos were very much, like, defining themselves as a culture still, too. And so there was such a mix of, like, hardened, like, criminals and, like, young kids and raver chicks and metalheads and... You know what I mean? Just that old-school Juggalo audience. Oh, yeah, like for sure. Slightly fucking nervous and excited and... I had this wooden pipe uh. hidden in my combat boots and shit. And uh, as soon as I got in there and I went on the floor, I didn't even make it on the floor to see Crazy Bone and uh, the bass shook. Oh, that's right. And my fucking guts went immediately to my asshole and I flew to the bathroom <laughs> and was shitting for about like 20 minutes and then tried to leave the stall and almost shit my pants. And then I threw in the flag and did not see Doc Lotus because I was shitting my brains out in no the Imodium. Kidding. Did not work, and I left the concert. Oh man, yeah. bro! Both of our fucking Black Rain shows went terribly. Yes. My Black Rain show, literally, I'll never forget this. We, the, first of all, literally the second the set starts, Black Rain falls indoors and out punch. 
Like, two kids just start fucking banging out. And then I, I had a splitting headache the entire fucking set. And it was a cool set. They did, it was cool. It was a good show. I got to see it again that summer at the gathering. So that was all right. Although Monoxide was kind of sick at that point. So he wasn't giving as good of a show. But one way or another, uh, that's so funny to me. That both of our Black Rain experiences were just like... I didn't even tell anybody, anybody about it for years. I was like fucking <laughs> embarrassed as fuck. Like calling my mom for a ride out front of the Palladium. So I mean, some people know about this, but you've never really told... Or nobody knew about it. The this. only person who knew is Boppo. That's it. No shit. Now everyone knows. That's fine. Hey, no. World I love you. I, no, I love you for that shit, bro. Well, now it's been 20 years. I really don't give a fuck. My life is falling apart and I've rebuilt it three times over. I give a fuck about shit in my pants since it was the Palladium. And I probably uh, did it even more as an adult that I I, I, uh, that I don't want to remember, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know what's funny? The only time I ever had a migraine it was when I was rapping. You ever, I don't know if you've ever done that. Oh, that's yeah. a oh, absolutely. special kind of hell. Oh, Holy yeah. fuck, dude. That's a special kind of headache. That's knives right through your vision. You know what I mean? Like, right directly through your temples, through your eyes, to the other side. I remember once I had a, uh, I had cellulitis on my arm. So, like, just a, just an abscess on my arm. From I, Who the fuck knows what, but they told me it wasn't MRSA, so I don't have MRSA. <laughs> In any case... I remember performing in Maine, and I did this one song where every time I would shout, I could hear it fucking, I could feel it pulsating, like, that shit hurt. <laughs> oh, dude, also rapping sick. One time I rapped with, like, full-blown either cold or flu. It was at, I don't know if you remember when we did the hip-hop box social shows, when would you dress up that fancy. That does sound familiar, yeah. It was, like, a whole thing we did. And uh, it was one of those. And so I was, like, dressed in, like, fucking a tight-ass, like, shirt and pants and shit and uh i was like throwing up on the side of the stage and then we just told him to turn the lights off so the we did that a few times when we were like too fucked up he's like yeah, turn, turn the lights, on, lights turn the lights off so you can't see us throw up <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what though i will definitely say for psychopathic because the year that they did uh that black rain show and you know what maybe he wasn't sick at that show maybe he was whatever uh, that was the first year I saw Riders, and I will definitely say that I think back then, uh, crazy shit at shows was still a little bit more common. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Fights were so commonplace. Yeah, they were. And, like, I got my, I got a bloody nose in, um, the Mosh, in, um, St. Patrick's Day, um, fucking, uh, I don't know what the fuck Pulling it was. They it was it was they had a fuck they had JCW and I don't even know if ICP rapped honestly like the Wolfpack was there. I was fucking shit faced beyond belief. And all I remember is just fucking those stupid fucking Wolfpack motherfuckers jumping in the mosh pit and he had a chair and I went after him like an idiot and then fucking got rocked and just feeling the fucking warmth all over my fucking mouth and clothes and yeah but the so when you when you're that fucked up you don't even really like there is no pain really no you don't fucking you know recognize nothing but whenever i was tripping i definitely felt the pain more like so fucking i'd be in and out of the mosh pits more fucking you know i'm not, I'm not a big motherfucker i really like 
whenever I... You got that, no, but you got that scrappy strength, bro. And I was always, back in the day, I liked to crowd surf, and I also liked to, to like, do, like, somersaults on a pile of people. That was really my favorite Oh, yeah, no, you tell you did with favorite move. on the, uh, the, the big old, the Fosbury flop on the pile. Yeah, but Black Rain, I mean, don't know what the toll was like, because I didn't fucking uh, make it inside. But the record itself, I feel like revisiting it, it's definitely... I it's fallen out of favor with me over time because it, I I really opaque brotherhood in the first. Oh my one. god, opaque brotherhood is just like too good. Yeah, it, almost like. Well, that's when they really knew what they were doing, and that album was forged without a particular direction. Because if you know these are these, I mean, obviously you know like these albums were really made not just as a group effort to show how good they could do, but to herald Joker's cards. You know oh, what absolutely. I mean? Like, and then Opaque Brotherhood was in a time of, like, real... They didn't know, Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to... I don't know how you'd call that. Like, the, the Tempest era or whatever. It was pre... You know... Yeah, that actually is. That would be... That's that was when Twisted. Thought. That was when Twisted was reigning supreme. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, and everybody was really following their lead you know at that time so this was like the crowning jewel moment of the family era i feel like 2004 in some ways you know I think what i mean true. because the album is pretty bright when you can in, in comparison to like like when you listen to other doc botus albums this shit's like bright and happy and fucking i don't know about happy but i do agree bright which it could be argued that that's the lightning but the i just because they're I mean, not for nothing she was in my first time are actually pretty dark fucking songs they're just they sound kind of happy she was is so funny though dude like when he's I like that track. tell me why tell me why tell me something oh die you always thought that was funny that's hilarious i, I remember showing that to two people and they will they would die laughing and then at the end when he's like, oh, I can do fucking, <laughs> I can do 10 I'm years. Glad I don't regret this day. <laughs> 40, I, I can have 30. I, I can give 30. <laughs> no, but you want to know what? And it's a shame. I feel like the song. Shaggy, no, Shaggy and Blaze tried to do it in a way where the girl was their weapon. But, the, and not to mention, Monoxide did it where the girl killed herself and didn't try to kill him. But... I just, I thought that, first of all, I love that song. And again, I do think that it was good, but <coughs> no, as far as like, I'm sorry, but my first time is such a good track. Like yeah, just as horrorcore goes. You know what, you know what I try to, how I try to, I'm trying to like identify ABK's shortcomings because it's very obvious on this album. He's like, I feel like he pales in Lyrically, no. Lyrically, yeah. but also, like, I'm trying to really, I'm trying to really get down to it, and it's like, lack of description, and also point of view, perspective, predicate, like, everything. You know, it's not, none of it's there, you know? And, like, I also think it was, like, he didn't know how to adapt to the group mentality, where he would still, be. like, have, like, verses where he's, like, Forget which which song it was, but he's like, I remember the song. If you ain't walking on the path with me, or whatever the fuck he's saying, like I can't remember the exact line, but like 
If we're not stepping on the same path, like, oh no, thank God. We ain't walking together. Whatever. But, yeah, what whatever. So if you're in my path, we must be walking together. Yeah, it's a Lotus album, dude. Step it up. You know what I mean? Hey, you like, know, it's fucking... funny you would say that because no, that's uh, that Get is off, for the that's for the that's for the jump off. Yes. Which I'm not for nothing. As we go through ABK lyrics, I don't hate that one, honestly. Just because, well, no, because legit. The idea is, so if you're in my path, we best be walking together. Yeah, like, but Lotus, it should be like, you know what fucking Violent J said on fucking Tales from Lotus Pod? He said, my eyeballs are black, I cry tears of oil, I fuck holes in my yard and grow children from soil. Yeah, that That's was... That's the level okay, that we're trying did, to be okay, on Okay, fine, but what did Violent J say on the jump off? What was his verse on that? Let me get two turntables and a microphone. Black, Black rain, rain, let him murder me, spike your dome. Why? I don't know why. And guess what? He hit that track every... Oh, he just shows how incredible Vinaxi is constantly on the album because he's hitting it in different ways and shit like that. That's what he did. Sonically, he approached the track completely different than anybody else. You know what I mean? And then he was talking... I understand where... You, I, I know where you're coming from as ABK's lawyer in this case. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm the one... Are you kidding me? I literally it, oh, said that the man only gets three albums and he's made like fucking five. Six. So like he's probably made two, he's probably made twenty and like yeah really got, no crazy got, clan and all that shit no he's listen got, bro he's got three albums no so listen and let's just old. be no let's be very clear here um I think that especially because look you know that, that just to, like I will call it straight to play devil's advocate or to play ABK's advocate fucking quite frankly. Uh, if we're gonna talk about that lyric, we best if you if you're my path, we best be walking together. If we're gonna act like that's lame. Then how are we not gonna act like Violent J? That he didn't even rap for fucking two bars of the song, or at least for one bar, when he went like when the fucking I assume he was getting the electroshock treatment. But what or the the pressure of the migraine? But that's also oh fair enough. Yeah, that too. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Incorporating heavy sound effects is very much an ICP style and almost expected. Oh, we know that. You know what I'm, I'm not, saying? Okay, look, you're missing the point. I am. The point is that if he's going to, if that lyric, okay, fine, is not great, Violent J raps before him, I'm pretty sure, on the track. And <clears throat> if Jay has already set the precedent of doing experimental goofy shit, then maybe ABK didn't feel like he had to bring all the darkness on this Dark Lotus, motherfucker. Yeah, but okay, but what, Why do you think what's he, the fucker? No, hold on a, a sec. No, hold on a all second. All right, yeah, hold on to because it. Because fucking on Tales from the Lotus Pod, and we dance. That's not dark. It's funny. It's happy. It's fun. It's funny, and he's not. So, that oh, by the funny way, so either. is I hurt myself. Just so we can be clear. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that was all about, but anyway. Look, again, let's be very clear. I'm clearly not over here trying to fucking defend ABK on some, like, no, man, you don't understand. He had bars. Oh, yeah, fucking so many bars. I, I, but he has, they, they, but he has know, as many bars as you can count on fucking two human beings. It's almost like, I mean, I mean, I'm definitely overthinking it. It's just that I want to know why. Like, it, it is, like, that it rubs people the wrong way. It's not just... What, ABK in general? Yeah, like, it's like, like, the, le- like, an, 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 a, another, a, a Necro has a lisp. That's, that, that's why I laughed. Yeah. Fucking, fucking not, the, not the lisp, but, like, the, uh, like, another lyric. It's not from this album, but, uh, from Demon Faces when he's, like, 
set fire to a face so I don't see it again. Like, those generic ass fucking lyrics, dude. Oh, no, it's like, funny you would say that because, bro, anything, don't you remember when we you know? did the Psychopathic Matter Space episode when I talked about the, um, the, the line from Conquer? Is there anywhere you'd rather be than up in this place? Well, you can't, so just face it. Sounds good. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like, fucking, yeah, I get Curly it. Curly fucking Joe, how'd you make it into this damn record, dude? Oh my, you want to know Probably why? Some no, it got, no, let me tell you something. You want to know what I think it really comes down to, generally and genuinely, especially from when I got flown out many years ago, the way that Jay spoke of ABK at the time, is that Jay just genuinely fucked He genuinely fucked with him and believed that he had value that or, or brought value to the projects. And fucking wanted to have him part of it. Really think about how much shit ABK is really on. He's on a lot no, of shit, really yo, crucial from the, shit. Yeah, and I, dude, I fucking bought Road Fools, man. I, I like, I bought. I was Road already. Fools. I was gonna say I was already kind of out by that. I was very much in. I that's was. That's what I'm saying. Hatch like and Dirty History. Hatch you know, and Dirty I think History I, were dope. I think I just grew out of it. Is what happens. You know what I mean? With ABK in particular. Because, I don't know, but, like, you know, I... I, did, I also, the, same could, the same could kind of be said for Blaze, but I do still kind of get hyped when I hear some Blaze shit. There's a song he did with Kung Fu Vampire a few years ago that was really good that made me even listen to Kung Fu Vampire at all because I always ignorantly wrote him off because I just... He can rap. I, yeah, it, you know what it is is... Because I started making music. The first time I recorded... Like, Bro performed I, the fucking Playboy Mansion part of the first, That's cool. The, the first time I recorded a, my first Juggalo group was in 2002. A group called Raise the Dead. Raise the Dead. And it was with, like, burning the body, obviously. And it was terrible. And, uh, but, like, that's what we all, all did. first shit was terrible. Yeah, we all came around <coughs> this era. So I feel like... <coughs> There was a certain amount, like, you either were enamored with ABK because you were like, that's it, that's what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like, or you were a little older and, like, you had just seen Twisted the Blaze come off the production line and you were like, okay, we're going with another one here, you know what I mean? Like, no, I feel you. I never really had that feeling when I was young. I didn't cause... because I was young, you know what I mean? Like, I was fucking full into it, and then, like... Boppo and like people around me were like, ah, that, you don't, you don't get it, you know, like that dude's a fucking, he's not real, blah 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 blah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. The things that, and then there's like stuff that Wayne, who is like, you know, oh no, we know how Wayne gets down. Agnomatic in the Juggalo culture, very important. And fucking, he got in ABK's face one gathering because he was going Juggalo tipping. And he was, in the, that basically he was riding around all fucked up with people early in the morning. And if you were like fucked up in a chair, they'd tip you over like a cow. You oh, know what shit. I mean? Which is funny. And I get that. You know, like I've done worse in my juggalo days. You no, know what for I mean? sure. But when you're an artist, like you have to, I don't know, like fuck it. No, I, dude, you ain't got to explain you it to me. I'm pretty sure an, I know what you're saying. You got to set point. kind of an example no, a I little agree. bit. And it's different when you're in the throes of like like Shaggy plowing through people with golf carts. I was literally you know about to say that. Like that's... He also was going through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, not for nothing. You know, we don't know what ABK was going through. That's true too, but it seemed more like what he was going through and trying to get to is Juggalo pussy and trying to be cool with the Juggalos and okay. all that. Like, no, that's fair. And that's fine. That's why you sign up and do that shit. You're trying to like 
living that perpetual adolescence forever. I get that. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Perpetual adolescence. And it's totally cool, but, like, what they fucked up with is coming to our campsite, and the person that tipped over had, like, disabilities and shit. Who was that? I can't, not my home, okay. but, like, Wayne's people. Sure, sure. And you can imagine how that went. Oh, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like, in his face. If they didn't actually fight, Wayne must have been feeling he nice. He was in his face, you know what I mean, about it. And, uh, that's the kind of thing that, like, I, I just, um, I feel like you can't say that it's ornamental for him because like it's definitely his livelihood I'm talking about ABK but there's yeah. something to be said how it like I feel like if it it could have been anybody just like here's this moniker here's your fan base this is the subject matter go for it you know what I mean I don't know if that's true or not but it just seems I had listen you know, I've like, thought about this and I think that there does have to have been some amount of co- collaboration with it. But, like, think of it like this. Who's to really say? Because no one documented any of that shit, and if they did, we don't have it. So, like, put it to you like this. Well, fly, there's also rumors that there's NDAs, so... No, that's we, true, so too. We don't, we, that we won't know but about But, no, it. what I will say about one thing in particular was... Oh, I'm so glad that didn't fall in. Um, I remember hearing for a time... That was a weird way to say that. In some interview, I'm pretty sure Jay or somebody said that one of the ideas they had for Blaze's name was Fruit Pie the Magician. (laughs) (laughs) Have you not heard this? No. Are you fucking kidding me? I know about this and you don't. That's great, dude. I know, dude. I know. (laughs) I fucking know. Fruit Fruit Pie the Magician. And that, to me, as soon as I heard that, I was like, no, you're going to fucking tell me that two grown men sat in a fucking room together talking about a rap rap name like this. for psychopathic Fruit records. Fruit Pie the Magician. <laughs> That's what that... Dude, no, if that was a genuine thing, where some were they... I want to see the concept out. I want to know I, everything. I need to know I want to know the law. No, listen, Please. my point was this. It was when I heard that... My first Fruit thought pie. was, I don't think that really what happened. What year? I think they're just trying to take a dig at him. <laughs> at that point, well, because this was after ICP, or at least Jay, I'm sure, because I know it is both of them, but I know at least Jay was openly like, fuck all of them. Yeah. So, I th- that's my point, is that that to me where I have to imagine with Blazy Dead Homie, that there has to have been some conversation of like what do you think would be a good idea what's something that I could make work right and with ABK maybe that was part of the conversation like what do you, what makes you different than being just some fucking rapper because by the way I think that that is the main difference of everybody that was ever on Psychopathic aside from Axe Murder Boys and Ouija Mac I suppose where there was a character to it and I think that there is something to be said for that, where, like... That's why they went into it so kind of, like, with so much faith, because they established so much success through proven method of, like, we do the law, we do the face paint, we do, Bro, you know, I like, remember when they were... it did le- work for a time. Yeah, listen, know? bro, I remember when they were leading up to, uh, what's-his-face, Big Hoodoo getting uh, released as an artist? That was the one where it fell off, and I knew him as, um, Doe Doe Double, Double right. you know. Not like I was a huge fan, it's just no, like, I remember him. Yeah, because he was awesome Dre's hype man. 
and we like. I think that he's related to somebody in that in that world. But that's the only. I I, I didn't know if he was related. I just thought he was in this. I thought oh, he was no, in that. Group. Oh no, fair enough. I'm not 100 sure. I just remember at the gathering, like going to Austin Dre's thing, and fucking. It is very. I will say it's very it's very interesting to me where just recently I've seen him wear with uh, Big Daddy Kane, I think, wearing a Hatchet Man shirt. So he's obviously still he's still about it. And I honestly, in Big Hoodoo's case specifically, I feel kind of bad because I, I will always maintain the first song I heard from him was Never Had Shit and I liked it. But outside of that, a lot of the stuff that he made, I just, for whatever reason, it never hit with me. And I feel like... I, I just kind of never gave him a fair shake, and he seems to be somebody who genuinely did go hard for the culture. But with that said, it was a bit odd to me that, and I believe it was this year's gathering, because I'm pretty sure last year's gathering, uh, 22, I mean, that he had, the, if I recall correctly, like this big, boldly produced fucking set, like with fucking with pyrotechnics and people, like a lot of crazy shit, if I recall correctly. And to have gone from that to them not even mentioning that he's not only not mentioning that he's not going to be there, but there's like almost no mention of him at all. Yeah. And it's just interesting to me how that breaks down where like just a collaborative process with psychopathic. Because I mean, the reality is that it does all genuinely gravitate and orbit around Violent J. That's whether anybody likes it or not. And so, because of that, I feel like, I wonder if there are just people that, like, they, you know, you just hold on for as long as you can, but then eventually it's like, it's too much, you know what I mean? I have to wonder, just because... I think that's exactly what it is, and then you got, like, the two, you know, examples of Twisted and then Ouija Mac, and then you have the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it, where you, like, parlay it into something that both services the culture represents it, speaks to it, and is something new. You know what I mean? Magic no, Nin- sure. Magic Ninja is the way that it's, I mean, you can be a fan, I'm not dissing you if you are. And I give everything a shot when I hear it. It just seems like it's like doing the same old playbook, whereas like Chapter 17, it seems like they're more finessing. Oh no, like that this, is their own know, thing, like, as opposed know. to Magic Ninja, which like, I gotta be honest, Magic Records I always thought would have been better, which was, you know, what they obviously yeah, tried to do. Yeah, and that's, we've talked about it on other episodes, so that's what they, all these devolve into, is what Twisted yeah, could have been. Uh, well, but it's look, also a Talking Doc Lotus, so it's very relevant. No, that's and why it keeps, time, that's exactly why it keeps coming that, up. And this was the main this era of them fucking with each other like that. family era, exactly. And that's why it's so strange because I remember, like, again, this is the first show that I went to, and there was always this sentiment that, like, Twisted is the real, like, uh, you know, representative of this culture, and ICP is just, like, these money-making motherfuckers. And I didn't even, like, understand that or grasp that. I've thought even about care that about for a that. long time, but that I was do the re- sentiment. I for do a remember while. with some people, there, you want to know what I think it was? I think it was the fact that during that time, ICP was starting to genuinely transition in their in their public their public perception anyway of metal act to rappers. Yeah. Because realistically, Riddlebox they were still rappers, but because Chicken Hunting had a rock riff in it and that was their song, they got many ways. And also, let's be real here, their crowd, the craziness, the. 
performance the Fago. That was made for the that was made for metal. It wasn't made for hip hop. They yet. were in rock bins from '95 to like fucking 2009. And this is my know? and this is my point is that as rap goes, as ICP was transitioning back to just being rappers like they were during Carnival, Ringmaster, and Riddlebox. Uh, which I mean, they've always just been rap. They never had a band. No, but no. Whatever. Case in point. Fucking, which I just found out, it genuinely is case in point and not case and point. I always thought it was. Anyway, fucking. They you thought it was case and point. Yes, I did. <laughs> Whatever. I don't give a fuck. No, I, I can make I, an argument for why it still makes sense, but it doesn't matter because I will go. The amount with of it. dumb, the amount of misunderstandings I have is uh, astronomical. So fucking. Anyways. But so because they were starting to transition back towards being just rappers. Everybody wanted to, and I remember this, would look at it on, like, how are you on the mic? And ICP on the mic, if you're looking at it from a genuine hip-hop perspective, is Interface. Yeah. So, the problem there is the Twisted shit was always way more flowy. Monoxide would get a little bit more experimental here and there, but genuinely, Jamie and Paul could rap. Like, they could rap rap. And that's one of these things that aggravates me about what they're doing now, because... They still got the fucking chops, man. Like, they can still rap. They did fucking... Um, I didn't like Glyph. I did not like that shit. But um, it was Revelations, and then I wish I could remember what the name of the other one was right now. If I was looking at it, I could think I could point to which one it was. But they felt like old Twisted albums. They felt like, like they can still do it. And my thing is... Maybe eventually I will be able to push myself back through and find a way to enjoy it the way that I used to. But I just, it's a weird thing. I just, because I genuinely for so long did not give a fuck about the dude at all. I did not care about, oh, Twisted and ICP don't like each other, I ain't got nothing to do with me. And genuinely it still doesn't actually have anything to do with me. But like I said, having taken time to really think about it in different terms than I used to, the fact that they did, like, again, perfect example is the last track on this album. Death don't want you, but the Lotus do. Bring wicked shit, gonna bring it to, like, hey, Lotus up. I'm pretty sure that's what Yeah. Said. Lotus up. And although the name of the song was Death Don't Want You. And the whole idea was, like, Death Don't Want You, but we're, but Juggalos do. Like, the, don't, don't worry about if you're gonna die. Every, yeah, whatever. Death is good. Death will be around whenever. It's coming. But we're, we got you for now. And I like it's. It is ironic to me that it, going back through Lotus was what made me really start feeling this way. But just the idea that like, like I said, going so hard for so long for Juggalo culture, and then just noisy ass K. What are you doing? What are you doing? I. It's like. You want to get up on the chair or something, that's fine. You fucking walk around on a noisy ass fucking... Which is totally... It's supposed to be there, but they don't go on there. Of course, that makes sense. But, no, just like... We talked about this part, but... Again, the idea of, like, doing Dark Lotus fucking photo ops and shit. And doing the shows. I'll admit, freely, I used to say, because I loved watching 17 percenters get pissed off. Was, I would... I loved saying, like, oh yeah, like, what are you gonna do? Like, oh, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna perform Lotus because clearly, legally, they're allowed to. So, fucking, what are you gonna do? But 
I absolutely look at that now in a different light. Like, I, again, and I think genuinely that people are allowed to change their minds. I think you can feel a certain way strongly for a long time. I think that you That's can what be life's all about. No, true indeed, but I think that a lot of people don't want to hear that. Yeah. I think a lot of people want to hear, like, Especially. you ain't been, you haven't been part of this fucking philosophy for as long as I have, which means you're not as valid in it. Yeah. Which, I mean, let's be real, that's just another fucking version of how down are you. Right. Which fucking is a bullshit argument to have in the first place because if you're talking about juggalo culture for real, this shit just comes down to how you resonate with it, how you react to it. I was talking to some kids about this at the uh, Ouija Max show in New Hampshire, where uh, there was this kid that I met out front who uh, he was, his story was crazy, man. Like, he was fucking. Taking care of his uh, mentally ill grand, taking care of his grandfather who's old and uh, maybe terminally, and they were going down to Florida because it's fucking too cold to live up here, and because I'm, I'm pretty sure he was saying he was homeless, and he was saying I think that maybe his uh, his dad was mentally ill or something like that, like crazy shit, and you know like we were hanging for a bit, and it, it was a real cool thing about him, uh, fucking. I'm just, and I'm, this is ridiculous that I'm like this, but because I just like being nice to people, you're going to smoke a blunt. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, we can smoke. And he was like, oh, no, you want to know what? I'm actually sick right now, so fucking, I don't want to. And a lot of people would be like, oh, whatever. You're going to smoke your weed with me? Okay, whatever. I'll, I'm sure you're not going to get it. And he was cool like that. And he was like, and this kid was head to toe in uh, chapter 17, March. And fucking, it was, which is, I don't know, it's a shame because... He was like the only dude that was there outside of me and I think one other person. And when uh, Weezy Darby came in, he walked right inside. And I felt like, hey, what's up, man? You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know, I felt weird. But so after the show. What felt weird? That the kid didn't say anything? No, that those, that they, because clearly he's that kid who's there to see that. Oh, that you know they, what I'm saying? They like, didn't stop and dab and up the yeah, kid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just I don't know. That felt weird to me. Like it, it's I understand the whole like because especially if you pay for the VIP, you get merch in like most cases. So that can actually justify the VIP if you really want to do it. But I just that to me, I don't know for whatever reason I just didn't like it. I, yeah. And you want to know what it is? What it is? People can well, be think, the way that they want to be. I think the reason why people like musically. Me. I will get back to the point of this, but go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, like, me and you in particular don't jive well around that, like, rock starry kind of shit because yeah, it's pretty fraudulent, true. you know what I mean? Like, but they're not as fraudulent. I don't like the idea. Because, listen, just there is acting like better Here's than, the thing. like, I, I know what you're trying to get at. Like, the, Ouija it's, in it's, particular is somebody who. Especially because you know how juggalos can be, you know how underground bands can be. They can be fucking clean, creepy motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not even faulting him, but it just, in that situation, it felt like, I don't know. The the way the kid talked about it, like, very long story short, I, because I wish I, yeah, I can't remember the kid's name. He's real cool, though. Uh, he said something along the lines of, like, I would let all of Chapter 17 run a train on my road. Like... <laughs> And I just remember saying, like, I'm so glad that there's no woman in my life that I could ever feel like, that I could ever even feel that way about, like, oh, here, you can have her if you want her, because that's how much I fuck with you. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Whenever he said that shit, I was like, hmm. 
Yeah, never liked the music group that much. Never. <laughs> I don't believe I ever have. I don't but, think I ever will. I think that's just a certain kind of. Uh, yeah, like, that's a certain kind of person. Just someone just, to have yeah, sex I think yeah, you know, that's actually a good point. Fucking, I hadn't even considered that part of it. That maybe he just liked being a cock because that is a I thing. I think that's Candy and that's nothing wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong no, with I'm that. I ain't kink shaming yeah. nobody. Yeah. I just realized I hadn't thought about that. So that's fair. I don't think but, to be no, one of the things I'm saying is that he was telling me that he had been listening to a lot of Ouija's shit, and that he felt like it was like predicting what was going to happen to him, or that it was like he was seeing the same things in the music as he was like you know taking certain turns and doing these different things. And one of the things that I said to him because I've absolutely felt the exact same way about Insane Clown Posse and different things in my life, and. The reality about that is that you create the meaning yourself by in, by engaging in it in that way in your life. And that, not for nothing, Jay clearly fucking understands that because what has he said a thousand times? Juggalos are what make ICP cool. Yeah. So the idea that we assail the music in this way and that it affects us in this way and we resonate with it like we do, that helps create the culture itself. You know what I'm saying? And like, I do know. And there's there's a couple terms. And the idea, by the way, that kids feel Ouija like that is proof positive that I don't give a fuck what you think about Ouija Man. He is gang deep for really real in Juggalo culture, whether anybody likes it or not. Kids feel it that hard. And I have and like people felt twisted that hard. That's why some people are real pissed off. I think. But you know what I'm saying? I the, only a few people, and we know some of them, felt ABK that. Right. The main reason they did, I think, is because they, he was part of projects like this and fucking ICP shit. You know what I mean? You know. And twisted, realistically. I've been reading a lot of Carl Jung. I'm off Freud right now. I'm okay. Carl Jung. No, I fuck with it. This uh, concept that he talks about that it's called the spirit of the times, and okay. then there's the spirit of the depths. And one speaks to having like a sensitivity and intuitiveness to the world at large, society, seeing the curvature of the zeitgeist, so then you can almost seem uh, like psychic in so many ways. And I feel like that there's always a space in juggalo culture, and that rotates, whether it's ABK, Twisted, Ouija Mac, and then there's the spirit of the depths that he talks about, which speaks to what people would call an oceanic god-type experience, where it's like a compass of morality that's kind of intrinsic no matter where you are, and then whatever cultural fucking kaleidoscope you're in shapes like the fucking machinations of it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like both of those concepts are huge, and that's what makes, because he says that when you unite those two things, that's what you get divinity, and I feel like that's why the carnival and juggalo culture is so special, because it speaks to both, like, there's two pots that, like, you can say ICP is kind of the spirit of the depths that always speaks true to the main, like, carnival message, morality, you know what I mean? Yes. And then these oscillating artists that kind of fit with well, the time, like I said, and then you're not relevant anymore, uh, and then you kind of like you, you, you like. Well, not that you're not right, and, and I, I don't. I mean, I don't mean to say it in like such a dismissive way. It's just that like your purpose in this culture might only have like a, a certain length of time. No, and then and guess what? what? Then there's Dabio Trill. Then there's this one, and they're gonna come up. Well, I mean, and listen. Do, no, I want to make like, this very, very clear. From everything that I have seen about Darby O'Trill, he is for real juggalo as fuck. Oh, hell yeah. He is 
for real. And I, I, I cited him as an example because he's also, while he has a unique style, like you could put him in the place of ABK where like he's on another on the, a long line of juggalo rappers, but he very much acknowledges that through the samples he chooses, the fucking references he says and right. stuff. And I feel like. No, again, he is absolutely, again, on, I quite frankly, let me tell you this, just, and I, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion or not, but Darby is far and away a better rapper than uh, Ouija. Like, it's not a close. Oh, way better. Like, ridiculous. That's why I like, I, I've, like, listened to Darby because I... I really, like, I don't know what it is specifically, and you, not for nothing, maybe it's the fucking contemporary thing, but... Quite, I haven't, I've listened to his shit, but I haven't listened to Creek all the way through, and I really need to. Well, what but, it was is, uh, I really, certain people, when they give me suggestions, I really listen to it. People and, have definitely mentioned it. And it was it. Higgins, just, who's been a big fr- fan oh, and no, friend and, for oh, a long no, time. Oh, no, absolutely. So a like, big shout out to fucking Sean. Fuck man. yeah, oh, you probably listen, you fucking oh, no, Of course he fucking yeah. does. Come on now. Yeah, but, uh, that fucking kid. yeah, and thank you for that, Sean. Dobby's good. Well, but no, like, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, no, cer- he has a circle back because this has just become the ABK podcast. But like, fucking the uh, <laughs> Curly Joe. Fucking, yeah, but you want to know what? Is, First of all, he should be glad that he's getting fucking discussed. He's the prototype juggalo rapper. You know what I mean? And I feel mm. like, like fucking. Oh, that like is that? a fucking. Ooh, that is a scalding hot take. You like that? Oh shit! Tell me that's. Oh not my the, god! Can you tell me how it's not correct? No, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! You're blowing my mind. I can't even deal with this right now. Because everybody, everybody, because <laughs> he was the holy shit. He was like the third iteration. Oh my fucking. He was god. the third iteration. No. Hear me out. So he's the third iteration of the blueprint of face paint. Detroit hardcore rapping. Yeah, so like I mean, at that point, yeah. a lot of us were like, I can do that. <laughs> somewhere oh AB, my God. somewhere ABK, is, somewhere ABK is switched. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my God! Do I? Do I owe my entire existence to Ozzy Play? <laughs> oh my God! I think I might. Everybody's seen him up there, and they were like, "Fuck! I can do that! Shit! <laughs> I can fucking do that!" <laughs> I thought that exact thing. Oh my when I watched bootleg, God! When I watched Bootleg in LA, oh, I watched. I don't it, even think I watched his set on that. And movie. I was like, "Yo, I can do that." Maybe like, I did, but no. And you want to know what? Because I had, I remember. I will say this. Because for me especially, I had done the school shooting thing from a while back, and he was on stage with that, uh, the fucking... The school death Yes, thing. Yeah, no, was, and it said, I will not kill tour. my... Yes, that's yeah, correct. I remember that. That was the first and, show that I... No, and by the way, he did fine on stage. But no hype man, he did good. ABK was great for, like, a solid decade. Like, he was very entertaining. An ABK and Blaze set in its time was oh, something fuck to be yeah. fucking seen. Oh, the, that was like Boudang, the OG shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck like, yeah, man. get the fuck out of here. But then once he went out See, of. See, that was, but that was also a weird thing, too, where I have to wonder if that was a J decision I or don't, if it was not. And you I didn't let me even get there. Fuck, you, sorry. What I was going to say was on uh, the fucking. Uh, on You Nasty, the original version obviously was I Use Anybody Killer Rubber after him. Uh, and then he started either at shows 
Or he made a remix and he said, I use any Juggalo rubber after him. Like, he stopped fucking saying ABK. So, like, that's one of these things about Juggalo culture, too, that's, like, so much, and, I mean, you know this is true, too, about hip-hop culture in general, is that the way the crews shuffle around and the way that... At you know least what I mean? once like, a month, the whole entourage switch. Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> How much fucking maybe the time frame shifted a little bit, maybe a little, maybe a little bit more than a month. But no, and by the way, that's one of these crazy things where I think that you like, I think that not even just how long people can put up with it, but I think that to a certain extent, depending on the way that the no, I remember, um. People, like, you have to accept, depending on how much money you get, basically, because obviously we all heard the story about how, you know, they did Wizard of the Hood for the Green Book Masters, and fucking, so, the, everybody on the on the label, we've all heard, they didn't get paid a ton. So, the idea of being able to make your own money and not have to openly admit, I am existing in your orbit. Because that's the fucked up part, is that if you're going to call it out, and like really call out my manhood and be like, you wouldn't be shit if it wasn't for me. Then like, all right, fine, fuck it. If that's how it's gonna be, then that's how it's gonna be. But I do also think at a certain point that there has to be recognition of the reality of the situation, which is that, and by the way, I think this is proven by the fact that they're doing things like Dark Lotus and photo ops, is that you exist within the orbit of Juggalo shit. Like, symbiosis, dude. It's supposed to be. That, and that's the problem is that if one... It is. Like, it's if, not even it's supposed to be. It is. You know? Like, well, that's why, I, don't, I don't know how symbiotic it is for them anymore. Uh, it, it's like them... It's like those sucker fish that live on the bottom of a uh, of a whale. Oh, yeah, lampreys. Yeah, there you go. That's twisted. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're still... They share the Thanksgiving meme of them... Oh, I know. From, you know what I'm saying? Holy shit. Well, no, listen. So it does work Let me like tell you that, something. Here's you know, the sad like, part, is that on one hand, it sucks, because I do kind of get it from both sides, but it really comes down to... I'd say it. that argument is lost. They should have lost... If, if you really want to fucking stand on your own no, exactly. and not ditch the face paint... Fucking and that you know what they never fully commit because man, they started they go back going that exactly they and they never go two feet in you know what I mean and hey man they, guess what it this sucks because you, you know you what get, I you think know? that you're right if they were to just do music and sketch comedy and really go after that I genuinely think that never too late I'll send them an email yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> fucking but this is my point. Now, the number one monoxide wore a fucking ski mask for a second. Yeah, he was doing that for a bit. <laughs> he was doing that. So they try to do other stuff, but here's the thing. This is what I realized. And uh, a lot of people, especially rappers, rappers and comedians and friends with a lot of them, they don't like to admit that, like, producers help out a lot. And, like, oh, yeah. So the, best uh -huh. the best ones will, will admit it. Like, ICP does that, like, they're at their best when they're with... Clock, oh, and by know, the like, way, I also want to point this out because we've been talking about this from other episodes and I don't understand why I never um, fucking put this together while we were talking about it. I don't know how I forgot that Mike P was part of Zog Island. I don't know why yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that, to me, 
makes me feel like Mike P probably is the one who composed most of the music for Zog Island or and for Crack Island. Right. Which that's for sure next episode, no question. Right around the same time frame, we're putting off Hell's Pit just like ICP did by making Bizarre Bizarre. Uh, um, but no, we have to do that album because that genuinely is such a good album. Like it really is. Yeah. But um, no, I I just realized that the other day. I can't remember either. Somebody pointed it out or I saw something and realized it. And because uh, we, I know we had that conversation about, oh, I wonder who uh, composed that music. And Mike P probably did. Yeah. He was making beats like that, doing all that shit. I'm sure he could write raps. Right? Yeah, Mike P definitely did. Mike P and Fritz the Cat defined this era, the family era sound. Like, no, true indeed. You know, true indeed. Also, JM and Oxide with their little like they they did little fucking uh, you know production here and now. Uh, you know, it's I remember and it was. Semi around the same time, because Mirror Mirror was right around Black Ray, wasn't it? Mirror Mirror was like 2002, I want to say. I listened to that. I rent. I retroactively because I wasn't into right, 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 when right. it came out. But I'm almost positive it came out right before the. But race. no, that song that they, the song that they did on that. That's one of my favorites, though, Mirror yeah. Mirror. Oh no, absolutely. That's one of the best albums they ever did. But um, no fucking JM Monoxide's track on that album. I always love that one. Just that, Shut the fuck up when we're speaking. Bitch. I guess your mother never taught, taught you shit. <laughs> Stab individuals in a fatal, fatal spots. <laughs> got nine lives. Well, I got ten shots. <laughs> I remember when we first got started. Clown painting fake him. You thought we was retarded. <laughs> now we got you in the front row. Wild. Now I'm about to do it again with Zargon. Yep. Tried. Ah, you want to know what? No, he did he with track tiles. He just couldn't keep it up. I think... I think, bro, if Crack Tiles got the reception that it deserved, it would be held in a higher regard. Right. I think that if they were somehow able to parlay it into bigger festivals, that at the time Zug Island, like, imagine if Zug Island got on fucking Ozfest, but it would only happen in an alternate timeline because they fucking soured that relationship completely, you know. But that they would have thrived, you know what I mean? Like fucking certainly, you know, like. Um, so it's a shame that, like, when they were, like, a viable product, that they were kind of only in the juggalo world, you know what I mean? Um, but they were great. But I only know Crack Tiles. I don't know who the fuck that, You're you only know. supposed to know Crack Tiles. That's the only <laughs> album worth knowing. 333 was not good. Uh, yeah. Like, we all know that. Yeah. But I do, like, it's, it's just funny for this era where stuff had this, like, I don't know. Things still felt a little bit magical at that. Definitely, they certainly were. Like, I think, or I think that it was a little bit less obvious. Well, because then you wonder what uh, the reality is. The time hadn't fucking consumed us all yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? We hadn't gotten that point. It's true. But I think that I tell you about who fucking gay who can fucking help me have the epiphany of the you know the end of time will consume us all. No. Was uh, who the the guy who Wayne made a somersault? Oh really? Yeah. Well, we were at a uh, we were at like it was probably it must have been after a show or a party or fucking whatever. And you know we were having a conversation. He said something about it, and I was like, "No, on some real shit, bro. That was profound." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm a profound motherfucker." And I was just like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> roll my eyes as far back into my skull as I possibly can. Well, because at that point, no, if you make that observation. 
and you just like, yeah, and just leave it out there, then it's dope. You but probably... if you're trying to put me on game, like, come the fuck on. It's like, we should probably repeat what he said, because now you're not even... Well, no, that's what I... Oh, well, the idea that just fucking... The end of time was the end of the family era. The end of time was the end of the six Jokers crew. We had all this time in the world while we had that time. And then that time ended. And so the end of time consumed us all. Look at the fucking scene. Yeah. They clearly... The end of time consumed us all. And that's why... Uh, I'm gonna save it for the album. Because I was about to get into my theories on the next deck but the next deck is coming up fucking soon so Uh, well potentially yes you're right because that would mean that from this stage oh and by the way i realized that we may have there's many albums in between realistically on one of the on the uh on the last episode you had said with the uh the number of uh they've made at least 12 almost at least 12 i thought about it between the Wraith, Shangri-La, and Hell's Pit, and Lost and Found. Uh, I think it's actually 15, just with um, Joker's Cards album already. Yeah, I can't believe you thought Drake had more albums. I didn't think that Drake had more albums. That's what I, the argument was. No, it was wasn't not. It? it was that Drake had a it had a comparable number. Not oh, that he had more. I thought you were saying he had more. No, I was saying okay, that he had at possible. least a comparable number. No, and here's the thing. He has music that has been more closely studied than most of ICP's music, where a lot of ICP's music has been very obscure. You know what I mean? So that was it, because we were talking about AI for that conversation. <laughs> Is that but how we got the Drake and ICP? The Drake equation. <laughs> which, as it happens, is uh, supposedly proves that there are aliens. Well, you know, this fucking album does not have aliens on it, but The Walls... No, they don't talk about aliens on The Walls album. is a good song, too. The Walls keep watching me. The Walls is good. Corrosive. Me. Corrosion. Oh, I can't do my Jamie Madrox no more. Nah. <coughs> but no, what were some... I, it's funny. I can't believe I didn't. I almost didn't mention this. Uh, Pass the Axe is actually one of the most popular songs in Psychopathic Ass. Really? It went TikTok viral. No kidding. And if not TikTok viral, because it's one of the reasons why if you pull up Dark Lotus, it is like the first song to pop up for um, like the uh, you know, top five. Yeah. Because it is for sure the one that gets the most. Because yeah, on TikTok, people did Pass the Axe. That's awesome. Which Pass the Axe was a dope song. It was a dope song. It was dope to watch him do it live. Have you seen Talk to Me? Not yet. So that's like... I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole, like, it's... A lot of it's based on, like, a a TikTok uh, trend type thing. And then this new A24 series I'm watching called The Curse is based on, like, a TikTok... It's becoming such a trope so fast and... Oh, is that also oh, the curse? It's so funny. Yeah, is you that know about Paramount? the series? Uh, yeah. It's oh, I didn't know it was a series. I thought it was a movie. I, that is interesting. Oh, I'll dude, check it's, that out. You like Nathan Fielder? Nathan Fielder. Have you ever seen Nathan yeah. Few? You know what that is? Sounds familiar, but no. He's like on some like Andy Kaufman fucking okay. shit. Hey, Andy Kaufman, that's a good fucking parallel. Super fucking subversive shit. And this is his first time as a. Uh, as an actor, really. Not his first time, but the first pointed effort instead of just... He does these weird, like, fake reality shows where it's like... Oh, interesting. I don't even know how to describe it, dude. Like, but, uh, yeah. But anyway, it's based off TikTok trends, and that's amazing that, uh, this, that this is a TikTok trend, uh, past the X. 
which is a, probably one of ABK's better verses, probably on it. I, I shouldn't shit on ABK so much. I have drunk bums like the blocks of wood. Can't see myself dying. If I do, then I'm dead. The only way I'm dying is if I sever my own head. Because a lot of the other shit... Rip on the tip. Something that won't slip. The other... Uh, another way I was trying to, like, differentiate it, it's almost like a lot of his stuff, it comes off as almost like a first-person kind of perspective and, okay. and simplistic and like everybody else's verses I see them from like a third person and it's usually more descriptive you know what I mean but that one he kind of keeps up pace with everybody because everybody's kind of like you know just going with the, with the flow it's not as um, like first time you know what I mean everybody's super descriptive and like you're, in, you're, you're really invested in each verse and then ABK is like Killed my best friend. Like, no, I you know what I'm saying. No, I think that his verse on uh, that song actually was good because I always loved. He did walk silly. on the path with him that time. I think I did. Well, no, because the on that one, I always, for whatever reason, the uh, I really should have never done it, but fuck it, I done him in. But the first person that I killed was my first best friend. I always kind of like that lyric because I don't know if you remember this or I don't know if you did this when you were a kid, but you know, you had like, as a little kid, you had a lot of different friends. You would have like first best friend, your second best friend. And like, I just, for whatever reason, when I first heard that song, cause I was still young, I thought about that. I don't know. That just always seemed like, uh, whatever way you do it that, you know, it's, uh, it's, I don't know. That was a decent line. Yeah. Which again, I've said before. That this album, Hatchet Warrior and Dirty History, are the reason why I fuck with ABK culture. So I think it's because I've listened to this album the least in comparison to all the other Lotus releases. But it's interesting because at the time this was so magical for me. Right. But I was more. I remember listening to it when it was new and getting most excited at the end very very end when that crazy like like the rain's falling you can hear the I never heard what were they saying the I creature, never got that they, it, they because they reversed it and then reversed it like they like did some crazy shit where even when you reversed it it still didn't fucking sound correct really? we should we should you should do that for this episode and then we'll end the episode with the actual that's yeah, probably on YouTube we'll download it and put it at the very end and we'll see what it actually says because that is what got me the most excited, even as a kid, because I was really waiting for Hell's Pit, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, for sure. I was, like, you know, my general depressive dis- disposition, I was waiting for the darkness, you know what I'm saying? Like, and th- this album is pretty, like, it's bright, and I'm telling you, in a lot of ways, it, it's so, it's, uh, it's no, dark listen, matter, you're, no, it's dark listen, material. You're not, no, by the you way. You know what I mean, though? I think that they did that on purpose. I think so too, you know. With like Black Rain again, and it ends with birds. And yeah. that usually, that I'm pretty sure that they were trying to signal that the sun came out. You know what I mean? Whether it was yeah. still raining or not. But then you hear that crazy preacher fucking yelling at the end and you know that the fucking it's coming. No, you for know? sure. Which, it is coming, but we will put it off for another week. We do 
Island. And we have a good special guest for that one, right? Are we doing that? For Zug Island? No, no, no. For uh, Hell's Pit. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, so yeah, we had talked about having TJ on for that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, we can do that for sure. Absolutely. Nice. When we do, uh, which, no, we will figure that out. I wanted to see TJ lives out west now, don't he? He lives in Oregon. Yeah, that, that is out west. Yeah. But, no, nah, I was just wondering because I, I can't imagine he's going to be there for balls. I'm finally fucking gonna go to one of those after all these years I've never been to one. Nice. And well, cause they're doing it on the on the boat Ball in New York City again. All those on a boat. All those on a boat. Uh-huh. Uh, you want to know what? And it's gonna be funny cause I've never seen ICP perform it out there. So that's gonna be interesting. I think I've seen uh, them do it at the New Year's Eve party. Did you go to that? No, I did not. That was so much fun. I love it. And this is kind of my point, is that... So much cocaine in the Palladium. Oh, and we were all dressed up like our crew. We were all, like, wearing nice-ass clothes and shit. Like, I think it's because they recognize dope. that if you throw a bunch of fucking soda onto a bunch of jugglers in the middle of winter, they're going to go outside and die. Uh, so, probably better to, like... When fucking oh my god, it banged I think out all the all the ballers uh, parties they always the, never threw that's my point. Yeah, because yeah. they know that because they did bro in Detroit, which is usually where they do it. Fucking winter is cold. Yeah. So if you send a bunch of juggalos out into the freezing cold, covered in fago, they dude, I did. Die. We did Juggalo Day in Detroit in February. I did. Oh, is that? Fago oh. and die. I think that it's it's just it's a Christmas party, oh, so you don't maybe. always no, have to No, you know what? No, then I take it back because you're right. February is fucking frigid. Yeah, so. man. I died out there. No, fair enough. I was in a dumb and dumber onesie, fucking soaked in fucking. Gotta have cola. fresh pants, man. I'm telling you, fresh pants are way more important than a fresh shirt when it comes when it comes to literally. If anybody, because if you're gonna go to at this point a gathering, Juggalo Day, or fucking one of whenever they do the farewell tour. Is fucking if you go into the fucking pit and you get covered in fango, you trust me, you want new pants and new underwear before you want a new shirt. You will be warmer. I am telling you. I'm just putting it out there. Trying to try to fucking spread my knowledge. Because I think it was after uh I no, not fucking Oh, whichever hell's did not hell's pit. Whichever ICP show it was, it might have been American Psychos. Um, oh, what a great tour that was. And it, might, it actually might have even been before that. Whenever it was, I was lucky enough to get a fucking parking spot. You know how it used to do it? There's the restaurant, like, walking up to the Palladium. There's the restaurant. And fucking... Oh, that's the name. So, anyway. Uh, the uh, walking up to the Palladium, there's the, like, you got the parking lot on the right. And then between the Palladium and the parking lot behind you would be, like, there's restaurants on the right. Yeah. I got a parking lot. I got a parking spot right in front of the restaurant. Nice. And I came out immediately. I was soaked after that show. And I, that might have that might have even been Bang Papoon, quite frankly. And I came out of there, and I brought a full change of clothes, and I just immediately changed my pants and realized that changes your body temperature so fucking quickly. Like, I'm telling you, that's where it's at. But... <laughs> No, this is, uh, I was going to say, we're kind of getting out there on time. I've fucking interrupted this stupid fucking thing three times now. And, uh, yeah, I, we, we have uh, done the thing, as we always do. The thing is done. And so, uh, I, as I would, you know, we want to try to remind you guys more often uh, at the end here. Uh, check out terminal-wellness.com. Uh, check out what, uh, 
the old reverends got going on with yeah uh, we got new sketches for your eyes coming how's soon. It, well so this is gonna come out probably would say tomorrow it's this week so yeah i would say the so. i would say how before, soon is it coming before out? christmas before christmas no yeah. that'll do yeah. that works man shit for the holidays Ah, for the holidays. No bad vibes. Yeah, <laughs> no bad vibes. No bad vibes. Ah. But uh, I, as always, y'all, thank you so much. Listen, man, uh, we listened uh. to. The, I looked at my brain works. <laughs> I looked at the uh, the the Spotify. It gave me the wrapped uh, statistics for the uh, the podcast, and. 53 of y'all, uh, my podcast is in your top five. Our podcast, I apologize. And for 25 of y'all, it's your number one. And that is just, and I'll say to you, I'll say to y'all what I said to him. 25 people having this podcast is the number one podcast. What that means is that either those people listen to this podcast and zero other podcasts, or they listen to our podcast more than any other podcast and both of those things are cool as shit. Yeah, hell so, yeah. Thank you. I for real. That. Like, I seriously, 25 fucking people. If there were 25 people in this room, we we it would be too many people. You know what I mean? That would be a lot of people in one room. 53 people, we that would be a lot of people to even be upstairs. So, like, how are we going to invite all these people over? <laughs> I, well, Fuck, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll hang out outside. Get the damn Pacheezy out. We got motherfucking listeners. Pacheezy, fuck that. We're doing Trivial Pursuit and Juggalos Against Santa. Oh. Which, not really. I don't have that. Uh, I don't yeah. Those, those kinds of games, games are fun when somebody forces me to play them. But I would never in my fucking life ever suggest, like, hey, let's all play a card game. Where we come up with weird things together. I actually love. I'd be scat. like, hey, I like could, hey, let's let's fucking do ass and stare at the wall instead. Uh, I I like both things. I definitely like categories. That's a fun ass game. Scatty, do you draw on categories? No. That's you don't draw. It's that's, that's like that's Pictionary. Pictionary. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's uh. You eat fucking and just shit out. Tribute what were you just saying? Eat, Fuck! Eat pot cheesy instead of trivial for soup. Uh, no, that's what I just came up with, which was shitty. Fucking no. You eat fucking part cheesy and shit on Pictionary. That's what I meant to say. Because that would have been actually funny. Well, I eat Monopoly and shit out Connect Four, motherfucker. Well, that's exactly why I said it. No, god damn it. Uh, you know what? I know, but you were just bumbling and stumbling. No, fuck you. I was just trying to fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Carnival grounds, bitch. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, bury me in them. <laughs> but uh, before you do that, you know what I'm gonna ask you to do? Do it for him. Well, Tell him. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, what are we gonna have to fucking scoop the loop and fold the flop? That's what you're gonna have to do. And then after you do that, we'll see you next week. I hope. I don't know. I wouldn't hate you if you left. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs>